Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Claire and Me podcast. Oh, that's my cue. I'm Claire. And I'm Jeremy. And together we are Claire, Claire and Me. And this time, this week, we got it right. We said it together. We did. You didn't <laughs> leave me hanging again. No, which is uh, which is nice. It is nice for me. For you. Because yeah. I supported you this time. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, this has been a very fun f- people-filled weekend and so for uh our non-canadian listeners uh we had our long weekend an extra long weekend for us because we both got it off so uh we headed off to the family cabins uh for friday saturday sunday and monday and then it was your padre's birthday on uh on tuesday yeah yeah so for you I'm just jumping into like just like conversation. So, for you this weekend, how was that for you? Like in what way? Like what? Like so? In a way of like for your mental health, for how you feel. Do you feel because you probably feel recharged? <laughs> um, no, no, I don't know. It was great to mm-hmm. see people and interact with people, but it was definitely very exhausting. Okay, like when we got home on Monday evening, I was pooped. Yeah, so was I. Like, I was just so tired and. I don't know. I guess didn't realize how it's hard. And I was also really tired on uh, Tuesday at work. Like, Mm. it was just a lot. I don't know if it was like the partying or the people or just being outside. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And since everybody was double vaxxed, this is the one thing I was just like, just I, I said it a couple times at at the cabins. It was mm. like, I'm sitting right next to you without a mask. We're both double vaccinated. Look at us. Yeah. Like, it was a great feeling to, like, wow. This is, like, the first set of, like, real normalcy in a long time. Yeah. Which was really nice for me. But, I mean, most of the time, I felt like I slept throughout the whole long weekend. Pretty much. I'm a huge napper. Yeah. And with naps that I can just take are wonderful. But for me, I was definitely exhausted mentally for majority of the majority of the weekend. Because mm-hmm. it's like, that's a lot of, I'm, I'm not used to all that conversations the people because you have a big family like yep they're wonderful i love your family your family is fantastic but it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot for this yeah. for this introvert but i still appreciate my time there and even though i i did have some quite low times but yeah, overall it was it was really good. And I guess at this point, uh I guess 
for people who are sensitive with uh, mental health uh, talk. Like if you're not in a good place or anything and like the t subject of depression and all that will uh, bring you to a place. Or may trigger something. Or may trigger something. Please feel free to skip this episode. We won't be offended. If you feel better and you're stronger, listen to this episode. I don't know how in-depth I'm going to not go. Not stronger. You're not weak if you have mental oh, illness. No. Not, yeah. Just agreed. in a better space. Better space. That's what I meant. A better headspace. Um, because, yeah, like, I loved our weekend. Yeah. But um, there was a moment uh, during... The trip where I really noticed myself really beat myself up. And like, About what? Like, okay, so I think it was Sunday when I was just like really just down in the dumps. Mm -hmm. Like, I think one part of it was that, okay, I've had enough of the people... And the previous night, I drank a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think what triggered it was, you know, when we were doing the, uh, like, in between of Taboo and the Heads Up game. Yeah. Um, Your cousin's partner. Yeah, your cousin's partner and me were just kind of talking about our past. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, there's... I can't specifically remember what got brought up. I think, like, uh, like trauma... And stuff. So, like, they uh, were talking about trauma and how it can affect learning. Yes. Right. right. Yeah. So, they were talking because she's a teacher. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, she was bringing up some really good points and it got me like really thinking. And then I think as I kind of processed it through my drunkenness, uh -huh. I think I woke up in the morning going, oh. I have some stuff that is definitely not in check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, as you know, like, whenever there's an argument or something that's going down, like, yep. between us or, like, even people on the street, yeah, I hear yelling and I just shut down. Yeah. And so it just got me thinking of like my past and <laughs> I'm sorry it's not that I'm bored I just I, I know can't you... stop yawning I know. now that it started it's just I know I understand it's okay don't be offended I'm not um yeah so like growing up pretty much uh when I was around five my the biological dad and my mom, uh, they had a divorce, very, very messy divorce. And there were things from that that severely affected uh, who I like kind of like the forming of my brain as a child. The brain. The brain. That yeah. squiggle jiggle in the, 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 the massive jelly of my brain in my head. <laughs> brain um yeah so i think it was like um so even through um like adolescent teenager like while i was 
growing up as a teenager, uh, my mom didn't have a good partner, very emotionally abusive. And so there's a lot of, a lot of triggers for me that through my now looking back at it with a more healthy mindset and more of a, huh, critical thinking, I think that one, I definitely do need to go to a therapist. Uh-huh. Well, we've been talking about that. Uh-huh. And which I think will help me greatly. Most definitely. Most definitely. Especially because there there's been moments lately that's just like, oh, yep, that's a lap. I'm I'm getting back getting sucked back in my depression. Mm-hmm. And I also think that I've gone my whole life with uh, being anxious. I've been going through my whole life not knowing what. Because you farted. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Serious. Very serious. I'm always serious. Always serious. Very serious. In the middle of this podcast. Yeah, it's very serious. Very serious. Very serious. (laughs) <laughs> it, it it is a, it, it is a serious subject but where it is but you know this is how we deal with our issues is by making light of them yeah especially <laughs> me humor is a coping coping mechanism yay coping mechanisms yeah and video games <laughs> or movies so i think one thing that i've found out about myself is i am scared of my own thoughts oh really you don't say yeah oh huh, who would have thought of that i know right do you know why? Why? Because I always have stuff constantly going on in my ears. There's always music. Uh-huh. There's always movies. There's uh-huh. always uh-huh. media. Uh-huh. I hate silence. Haven't I brought this up to you before? Yes. Been like, you know, I think you might. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like briefly or like, I don't know. Okay. Well. Yeah. But it is definitely some, like something recently that I've definitely been like, oh, yeah, I have unhealthy coping mechanisms. Well, I mean... I mean, is it really unhealthy, though, for you? Like, does it affect no the way you live? You go I through mean, life? like I mean, in a way, because it's, it's like... With movies, video games, and all that kind of stuff, it hinders uh, a more active lifestyle. Fair. And... I could be doing something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, especially lately, can feel that it's affecting my uh, Dungeons and Dragons games on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yep. Because I'll be like, oh, I don't want to play. Yeah. Like, I, I do not have the motivation at all for this. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I do it anyway. Yeah. And that's... That's a way of coping. Yeah. That is a coping mechanism with depression is to keep doing, like, have that routine, right? And do kind of that stuff that maybe you don't really want to do. Yeah. But you do it anyway. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, so, like, this is very surface level stuff. I thought that, like, this is something to bring up during the podcast, talk about good a good subject um because mental health is important and if you 
Uh, if you feel like you need help, don't be ashamed. Find help. It's just I'm in the process of finding. Well, what's going on there? Oh, um, if you are looking for help and live in Canada. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There is a phone number for the Canadian Mental Health Association intake. I was just Googling it. I have the number specifically for the province that we live in. Mm. Um, but I'm sure there's one specific for each. So just, yeah, look up Canadian Mental Health Association intake. Um, and they will set you up with, with a therapist and someone someone that fits well with you. Mm-hmm. And like I've signed up and they do a self-assessment every two weeks that you fill out. And um, my latest one that I filled out like a couple of days ago got nice, nice and low scores. <clears throat> got those. Ni- yeah. Low yeah. scores aren't good on the, their intake. So when are they setting you up with someone? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I like they do have a text line that I have used a couple times. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you're someone who's more, I, I need to text. They had they do have a text line that you, it's right on their website, so that you can have a conversation with someone. And mm-hmm. I mean it helps because it's like somebody who knows, uh, like how to talk and like get your thoughts and feelings out, which is which. A couple times I've used it, different people, but mm-hmm. it's been it's actually been really nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, hmm. I tried. I tried using it at the cabins, but because of how spotty the really cell service, yeah, yeah, how bad the service was. Like I got the first couple messages, and then well, they had to terminate it because well, I couldn't respond back because right. I didn't get their messages until we were on the road back to the city. Oh no. Yeah. Oh well. Um but yeah. So we can we can include um a couple numbers in our couple description numbers. and um and some emergency numbers too if you're really feeling feeling blue. Yeah. Yeah. Well. More than blue. Well, more than blue, yeah. Um Yeah. And yeah, so I think um uh, Mental health is a very important thing to have discussions about, talk about, and also to bring... Discussions and talk. Discussions and talk, yeah. Uh, bring light because it's it's a real thing. Every I feel everybody to a certain extent deals with it. Well, everyone does have a brain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like some people less so. Well, Be- obviously. The same goes for bodies. Yes. Right? Some people go for their annual... Some people don't even do their whatever yearly checkup thing, right? And they're fine. Yeah, I haven't done a yearly checkup in a long time. Yeah. I should. Right? And And like you can be somewhat like physically unhealthy and still be totally fine and um, operate... Function. Yeah, like function at uh, normal or whatever normal level. Yeah. Right? And I mean, the same can be said for the brain. Mm-hmm. And mental issues, yeah. right? Yes, hundred percent. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's cool that um, Canada and uh, our province actually is like doing initiatives to make businesses more aware of hey, 
if employees need mental health days, please let them take mental health days. And I think that's one thing about our work safe uh, that I appreciate. And when I went for work safe um, classes, yeah. when I was when I was the chairman of the board at the health <laughs> so and safety fancy. committee at my old job, uh, they they sent me to classes and one of them was a mental health class, which was fantastic. But I mean, did the business really um, listen to that? No. No. They... Horrible company. Well... <clears throat> Wonderful. A people. lot of businesses are like that, right? Because, like, yeah. well, well, we have a- this work that needs to be done. We need the workers. So if you're not going to show up, we the work's not going to get done. So you have to show up. No. Right. But that's how a lot of businesses operate. Yes. But I mean, this is all. It was also big corp, which doesn't have any soul in it. And if they do show that they do have a soul, it's only facade. I experienced that firsthand. Uh, but we don't have to go into that. We can get get into that another another time. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. And how are how are you how are you doing lately? Good. Good? Good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You're mentally good? I've been mentally good, yeah. Well, I mean Ever since I started the antidepressants. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Like three months? Yeah, about three. Three, four months. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. Um, it's definitely been a lot better. That's nice. I mean, obviously, it's not like my life is perfect now or anything. But, mm. like, I still have some low days. But, I don't know. Just overall, life is better. Happier. That's good. Yeah. You feel more more yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, like, how much, <clears throat> like, you almost don't, you don't realize it, right? Yeah. Um, Like, what, what, what you are or who you are, right? Until you're, you're back to your normal self, you know? Well, I mean, I don't know what my normal self is. I've just been a bundle of depression my whole life. As far as I I remember. I guess. Um, But yeah, right? Like you, or one, one does. um, What am I trying to say here? Um... Um, yeah, it just kind of like all of a sudden, well, like, um, like, and then you also feel like you're making excuses for yourself, right? Like Mm -hmm. in that depressive state, right? Like not, well, this is how I experienced it anyway, Mm -hmm. that I would also, right? Like I was already feeling shitty, obviously, Mm -hmm. But then I would feel even more shitty about myself because I wasn't doing things that I know I can do and that I know I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, well, I'm just using depression or using being sad as an excuse. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you just feel like, well, it's, you know, like, 
I mean, I was doing just fine last month and then now I'm, I can't do anything, right? I'm just sitting on the couch, like watching TV and just crying all day, right? Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, and then you just feel like, well, I'm just, I'm, I'm making excuses for myself, right? I'm mm -hmm. using this as an excuse to not wash the dishes, not yeah, do this, do that, or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like, <clears throat> yeah, like you put that on yourself. I guess. But, well, I do. You do. I did. Yeah. And I'm sure other people have that same experience, not mm -hmm. necessarily everyone. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and then it's pretty, it just... Right? And then you don't realize, like, you realize how you're feeling, but you don't necessarily realize how you fully felt before until you feel that way again, yeah. I guess. Right? Like, like after the medication. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like, oh, yeah, I feel like myself. Right? And, like, obviously it took a while. Yes. But, but then it's just, like, looking back to, it's like, oh, wow, like, I... I really didn't feel like myself, even though I thought that was like, this is just who I am. You know, mm. this is just how I am. Yeah. But, but it's not no. right. Like it's just all this other stuff going on. Yeah. I guess for me, it's like, it's been too long since I've known any mental normalcy that for me, I think, my I always put a lot of energy out, and then I get too mentally tired to do anything else. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to. I don't. I don't know how to do a balancing act of that yet. I'm still getting a hang of it. Well, because you're trying to do it alone. I know. And you've been doing that your whole life. Yes, I. I pretty much had to raise myself. <laughs> but that's not what I mean. Mm. I mean professional help. Oh yes. You've been like, oh, well, I'll just, I can do this, right? Like, I want to change this in myself, so I'm going to. Yeah. But, like, it's not that easy. It no. takes a lot of hard work, and you don't necessarily have those tools, mm. right? Like, you need someone to help guide you through that process and provide you the tools to help through that process. Which is agree. where a professional comes in. Yes. Yeah. And I do need one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I have seen a couple. Did not mesh very well with them. But, I mean, that I think it always takes a while to find the perfect fit. Yeah. I mean, it is definitely. Like, that is one thing about finding um, a mental health professional compared to um, a physical uh, body doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, is that you don't necessarily have to agree with your doctor in certain ways that you would have to agree with your mental health professional in some ways, yes. right? Like you have to like mesh well, mm -hmm. you know, like there has to be a kind of a bit like a person, a connection there. Yeah. Right. You have to build more of a relationship than, than you would necessarily by someone who's just like giving you a pap smear. <laughs> right like yeah. you don't need to have a relationship necessarily with that one no that person <laughs> you know they're just doing the swab and sending it in to get it tested and then give you the results right yeah um but yeah so yeah that's it's definitely a lot and that and that's one of the issues right is that 
people are like, oh, well, you you had one, you had this person and they were there. And it's like, yeah, but they didn't fit. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a huge deal. And there definitely needs to be a better way of um, or better system in place, I think, yes. to, to help find people to help get people to find the right people for them. Yeah, because I find because I have done few like few like quite a bit of ser- like searching for uh, therapists. And it's like sometimes it's like it's just really hard finding um the right person mm-hmm. like like i probably definitely have to sit down have some time where i comb through some therapists so mm-hmm. that i can really actively do it cuz if i don't i won't find the help that i need right yeah well, i think it's a matter of like getting in front of someone yes and having a session yes or a chat or whatever you'd like to call it the intake and then and see how it goes yeah right yeah and take some time i mean i lucked out you did luck out yeah i mean she wasn't the first person i've ever talked to i know um but close and it just like we're just very much on the same level and Mm -hmm. She's just super respectful and very, I don't know, it just, it works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, side note, this isn't going to go on the podcast. Mm. Uh, does the corporate care cover uh, therapy? Covers whatever the fuck we wanted to cover, bitch. Yeah? Yes, it will. Oh, sweet. I already talked to my dad a little bit about that. Oh, cool. Just being like, so, I don't know. So we'll see. It'll, um, I know, like, we briefly talked and, like, he obviously doesn't want to cover everything, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes. But, like, a percentage kind of help you, but also so that you can, like, feel like you accomplished yes. doing it yourself, too, right? Okay. Like, especially with your teeth and stuff, right? Yeah. So that you have that accomplishment of, like, I did this. Mm-hmm. So, like, he still wants to give you that satisfaction. Well, yeah. Uh, but still, like, aid yes. the process. Of course. Yeah. I'm excited for my teeth. Yeah. So I don't know what level, what percentage or whatever that will be covered. Like, we'll find out. Like, whatever it is, we'll make it work. And same goes, like, do not fucking worry about the money. Yeah. No, no. Okay. I mean, definitely you don't need, like, a $200 an hour therapist. No. But, I mean, it's not a huge concern. We'll make it work. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And we have that privilege. We do have that. So... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for my teeth. Yeah. So, like, I'm actually, like, really excited to actually get my teeth done. Yeah. So, uh, for everybody listening and anybody who hasn't met me, what, probably one of the first things that you notice about me is, one, I probably don't smile as much as I would love to. Because I am, I feel like I'm a very bubbly personality. Yes. And that's probably the actual first thing that people notice about you. Is a bubbly personality? Yeah. Is how, like, cheery you are and just, like, easygoing. Yeah. Not your smile or lack thereof, which yeah. you might focus on. But I can I tell definitely... you for sure that other people don't. Yeah. Well, physically, I feel like... My if I smile physically, you're walking down the street. You think that's the first thing people notice? No, no. 
But if it's first... It's your flaming head. <laughs> yeah. Because your hair is like fuchsia. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> um, but like, my teeth are noticeable. Yes. When I smile. Yeah. It feels weird to smile. Because I haven't done it, it like a proper smile in a long time. I don't know. I feel like you smile with me all the time. Well, that's because I'm comfortable with you. Yeah. I mean, I cherish it. So yeah. maybe other people don't deserve your smile. Maybe. Because um, I've definitely been picked on about my teeth a lot. And it's definitely my greatest insecurity. Yeah. Uh, but we're on the uh, path to getting me a smile. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about that. And I think it's going going to present me with with a probably a lot more confidence in myself. Oh, for sure. Uh, I'm also interested to see if it affects me physically because mm. because of how bad my teeth are. I feel like there's a part of my body that is working over time. Because of bacteria and stuff and trying to fight off anything mm. in my mouth or something like mm-hmm. that. This is just my own thoughts. I don't even know the science behind it. But I feel like that might have to do with why I'm tired all the time. Mm. At least a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. I'm kind of curious if it'll change the way you talk at all. What do you mean? Well, like... Because, like, the way that your tongue moves within your mouth mm-hmm. might be a bit different. That's true. Right? Yeah. Instead of sounding a little slurry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious if it'll change anything. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah. But yeah. It it's... is very exciting that we're starting that journey. Yeah. Or you're starting that journey. Uh, well, we're... I'm along for the ride. You're along for the ride. <laughs> but it's going to Just be... hanging on your coattails. Yeah. But it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to... We're going to have to learn a lot together. We're going to... I mean, it's really fascinating, like the dentistry behind it and stuff. And yeah, it's cool. All the, okay. So uh, we went in for an intake session to go over my teeth and during it. So I, no one likes the dentist. Let's be real here. Do you like the dentist? Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's not pleasant. No, but I will say the experience we had at the new dentist oh it's fantastic that was a phenomenal experience because i still can't get over how excited the my my dentist yeah the dentist was super excited yeah so like that one that made me feel very confident in them Mm -hmm. two that kind of made me feel better about myself that i was just like oh like i don't have to worry I'm in good hands. Yeah. Because the previous place that I went to, it was very like, you can tell that he probably didn't enjoy his job. It just, it wasn't as nice of an atmosphere and like, yeah, wasn't the same vibes. Yeah. And so going from, I would say a very depressing dentist experience to, one of a lot of optimism and a lot of like everybody was like, oh, hi, Jeremy. I'm so-and-so. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, Jeremy. I'm so-and-so. Yeah. Nice to meet you. It was just like, okay, well. Yeah, definitely a really great staff. Yeah. Yeah. And. It's amazing. 
Like, just good workers in everything. I'm sorry. I just, I hate people who aren't good workers. And I just can't stand people, like, in everything. Just in any situation. I just like people who are good workers. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. And it just makes the experience of whatever that may be so much better. Yeah. And so during the, like, putting the stuff, like, the x-rays of the mouth. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that was all right. Just a regular dentist experience. But then once they pulled out the 3D Oh, my goodness. So cool. That was so cool. So they pretty much stuck this fat-ass camera in my mouth to, like, take a 3D imagery of my all my teeth. So they shoved the 3D imager camera in my mouth and it was so cool to see that they brought out the screen that is like, this, this is your mouth. This is what it looks yeah, like. There is a 3D model of your mouth on the screen and like it, they could rotate it any which way to look at all the different angles and everything. Yeah. And they could choose upper or lower and like they could like, like isolate different spots. And, like, to see which spots, like, have had the most pressure. So, like, they could, they told me, oh, so you eat on your right side the most. I'm like, yeah. Well, here, because you have so so much pressure on these points, we can tell you've been eating here and not on your left side. Well, mainly because I barely have teeth on my left side. Yeah. But it, it, it was just such a, like, I'm still, what, that was like two weeks ago? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That's at, at least. At least. That was like two weeks ago, and I'm still raving about it. If that doesn't tell you <laughs> that, like, I had a great experience at a dentist, I don't know what <laughs> does. <Yeah. laughs> so shout out to that uh, dentistry. Not going to name the name, but shout out to them. And all those other hard workers out there. Yes, and to all the other hard workers out there. Because you guys make... The world a better place. Yeah. We, yeah. And with that, um, we actually, uh, we're going to transition to our email. Oh, like, we are? Yeah. Our first email? We got an email? We got our first email. <laughs> That's so exciting. So, our first, um, our first email comes from your aunt. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. So, uh, I think last episode we were talking about movies. Yeah. Yeah. So, we were talking about movies. And uh, so, the the email says, um, so your cousins weren't allowed to watch Sleepy Hollow because it was an R-rated movie here in the U.S. But... Your mom uh, mm-hmm. picked up the video, and I believe it was a PG rating in Canada. Yeah, the ratings are a lot more um, different. Um, no, that's not the word I was looking for. A lot more critical. No, or... um, like kind of, but more fierce. Oh, not that word. More strict. Stricter. Yeah. Yeah. So the the rating is a lot more strict in the U.S. than it is uh, in Canada. Okay. So usually anything, because I remember my brother and I like had rented a movie or whatever in in the states, like rated R or whatever, and it's mm. like this is rated R. 
Really? But like they weren't in Canada. Huh. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot more. Anyway, so yeah. Yeah. Uh so your aunt uh <laughs> So your aunt freaked out when she found out that they watched it. (laughs) (laughs) That's too funny. Oh, sneaky mom. Uh, that, that's hilarious. Um, oh yeah. And then we were talking about, uh, travel and I think this is. Oh yeah. The road trip stuff. We were talking about. Oh yeah. So, uh, so she remembers, uh, your family trying to go to the alien restaurant. I guess that's in Roswell. no, 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 no. Oh. It's um in Fargo. Oh, so this was like a sideshow, a roadside attraction? Kind of. It, it's a restaurant. I can't remember what city, but it's a restaurant. Oh, okay. Um. So my friend and I, as we had mentioned a lot in that previous episode, that my friend yeah. and I stopped it there during a road trip. Oh. And then with the family, when we were on a different road trip, I was like, yeah, let's go check it out. It was fun. Yeah. But it was closed. Ah. And then we traveled up to our city, but since uh, had Zoe. Oh, right. Because we had her pupper with us. Yeah. That's why we couldn't go in. Oh, it wasn't because it was, wasn't closed. Wasn't. It, it was because of the pupper. And uh, did you even talk about pickles or pierogies? No. We definitely did not talk about that. We, we we said the words pickles and pierogies, I believe. But we definitely di- didn't talk about it. We have talked about pickles, right? We've talked about how we pickled. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we briefly talked about pickles in the second episode. I don't know. Something like that. First episode. We could now, though. Yeah, we could talk about pierogies. We, we pickled for the first time last summer because we yeah. have a garden. So we like to grow some of our own veg. Yeah. And we got Jeremy's grandma to show us some pickling. So we went over to her place with our sad cucumbers and <laughs> and did some pickling. And we still have like almost all of them left because we hardly eat any. Um, we we did... ate one jar. So, well, yeah. So we did some bread and butter pickles and some dill pickles and actually and like you just had a dill one of our dills the other day right which is almost a year after it being pickled and it was so good so i think i think that's the key yeah is also to just wait even longer than like the suggested month or two yeah and because they were really nice and crunchy like and they definitely weren't that kind of crunch before i don't think oh no they They were a lot softer so it was yeah yeah, it's really good. Yeah, but honestly, um, th- this year, hopefully we'll have some good pickling. Some nice, cucumbers. like, little pickles. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the thing is we picked all of our cucumbers later, yeah. right? And, so like, and a few of them had been on the vine too long, so, like, their skin was already a bit yellow, which also yeah. means they're a bit tougher. And a... Yeah, but, but... It was just, you know... It was a year. We'll see. Yeah, let's hope And that... this year's going to be a year or two. So we'll find out. Yeah, and we're out there a lot, a lot more frequent. So yes, that but it's will... way hotter this summer. That's true. Which I feel like if it was last summer and we'd been watering twice a week, mm. our garden would have been crazy. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we'll have at least an assortment of uh, cucumbers so that we can pickle them, because that will be that's the plan. Yeah, yeah, that'll be. Or we can at least be a little more selective and maybe only do less pickles. Yeah. But because our pickles were so big and everything, 
grandma's just like, okay, we're going to cut the pickle. We're going to cut the cucumbers and stick them in. Cutting them was fine. It was the peeling them that I think. Oh, right. Right? Like the bread and butter pickles, we peeled them. Right. And I think that was a mistake. Yes. But it's also because, okay, so these cucumbers were like two inches across. Yeah. Like in diameter. Like that's how big they were. Right? Like... When you eat pickles, they are like, what, half, three quarter of an inch usually? Yeah. So these were large ones. So like these were giant freaking bread and butter. <laughs> Anyways, so they didn't. And then we had to spear, we had to do spears for for the dill. Oh, right. Right? Yeah. Like none of our pickles were small enough to be pickled. None of our cucumbers, <laughs> none of our cucumbers were small enough to be straight, to be pickled whole. Yeah. So, maybe this year. Yeah, fingers crossed this yes. year. Our garden, but I'll be honest. Our garden looks amazing. It does look really good. We'll have to take a picture and put it on our Instagram or something. Yeah, I definitely do have some pictures okay. that I can put on our Instagram. Yeah, we yeah. should do that. Uh, definitely can. And and we can we'll we'll share a jar of our pickles. Yeah, we'll we'll take a picture of our. our Not our... that they look like anything exciting, but it's no. just a jar of pickles. Just a jar of pickles. And then uh, pierogies. Pierogies. Like, yeah, what, what are your favorite pierogies? Well, we have different opinions on pierogies. Yes, very different. Because I grew up eating potato pierogies. And you're all about the cottage cheese Hell, pierogies. Hell, that's, that's a proper way to have vranike. Yeah, see, I didn't even know what that was. So, vranike is like essentially pierogies, but it has cottage cheese in there. And then you put the sour cream and the ro- the roasted onions on top. Oh, so good. Have you had cottage cheese pierogies? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, I wasn't... I, I don't know why I haven't asked that. I feel like you have. Maybe okay. it just wasn't exciting enough to remember. Maybe. I don't know. Because I'm like... I have. I still, like, prefer the potato ones i think no i mean i do like the cottage cheese ones but i like the potato ones i yeah. mean well like i en- i can enjoy the- i'm an irish girl of course i like the potatoes <laughs> <laughs> and that's also i feel like that's more common here yes are the the potato ones i feel but like the, those are common everywhere but the the, the cottage cheese ones are more mennonite, mennonite right yeah. yeah yeah but when i do get my hands on some of them I don't know why I went to the southern accent, but when I get my hands on those pierogi, the Vranike, oh, they're so good. I love them. I'm pretty sure we can find somewhere that makes them. Oh, 100%. Because there are so many little pierogi shops in the city. Well, my grandma gets them from someone. Well, ask her. Yeah, I will. But like they they give like they give them to her because I think they make it and so it's just like it's a once a year thing. Oh okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we'll we'll have to look it up. Yeah. That being said, if anyone knows anywhere to get some good cottage cheese pierogies, let us know. Yeah. Just do a shoot us a line. Shoot shoot us shoot us an email. Shoot us a message on uh, Instagram. You can send a message there, or you can send us a. Email at claramiepodcast at gmail.com. That is claramiepodcast at gmail.com. I think that's it. I think that's it. We, yeah. We talked about the pickles and pierogies. So, uh, Auntie, I hope uh, that... Hi. 
Yeah, hi. <laughs> I hope uh, that satiates you with our pickles and pierogi talk. Yep. There might be more in future episodes. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I'm Claire. And I'm Jeremy. We'll catch you next time on the Claire Me Podcast. Ho, 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 ho,